Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I talk unbelievable. I can't believe this is actually happening. Obviously, our new producer, Ed Robinson, could care less about my feelings or about relationships that have built over years before he joined this show. But yes, MJF of AEW Dynamite is going to join us on the episode today. And you hear the backstory on the why right now on the Busted Open podcast. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a little upset, you know, about, and obviously Ed Robinson puts out the raw footage of our meeting after the show yesterday and throws it out on social media because he wants to defend the um, the decision he made, again, without even consulting me, about the fact that MJF is going to join us here on Busted Open. But, again, Ed, who's been here for a bully, a cup of coffee. I mean, Busted Open's been around for 12 years. He's been here for, what, three, four months? And he makes this decision to put MJF on knowing that we don't like each other. But he thinks it's going to make for good radio, so I guess we'll find out at 10.30 if it's true or not. Listen, MJF is a big star in the wrestling business, current star in the wrestling business. He's doing some tremendous work. Just because you don't, don't like him doesn't mean he shouldn't come on the show. I'm sure plenty of wrestling fans want to hear from him. You know what I think it is? I think you're worried about MJF getting the best of you today. Listen. I think you're worried about MJF upstaging you today. I think you're worried about MJF burying you today. I think you're just worried about MJF, period. I'll say this, Bully. I'm going to be a professional. You're right. He's one of the biggest names in pro wrestling right now. Without a doubt, the biggest heel. And... He is a heel inside and outside the ring, on TV and off TV. So I'm going to try, I am going to try to be a professional about this. I, Bully, am going to try to do a straight-up interview with MJF. I, Bully, will be asking questions and hopefully getting straight answers. What he's going to do today, I have no idea. Knowing the track record of MJF, Bully, knowing the track record of MJF on this show, I think you know how it's going to go. But things can change. But I do have questions. And that is about what he did to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is a friend of this show, Bully. As you know, I'm a big fan of Chris Jericho. I want some questions answered by MJF about what took place the last two weeks on AEW Dynamite. Who would win in a fight, you or MJF? Well, MJF's a professional wrestler. Nah, if you, in, in the street, in the street. You and MJF Oh, in the street, I'd face. win. Because he doesn't know what it's like to be in an actual street fight. 
You, wow. You're going to tell me he knows what it's like? You know, he comes from, you know, this area of money, born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Do you think he really knows what it's like to be in a fight? He's one of those guys that would go running to the teacher when there was an issue or a problem. He wouldn't go face-to-face with somebody. He'd go r- run behind the teacher. Now, he is a well-conditioned athlete right now. I will say that. He knows that how to manipulate. I will say that. But come on, bully. Speaking of knowing how to manipulate, how many people do you think just picked up their Twitter machine and started texting, uh, tweeting MJF that you think you you can kick his ass? Here's the thing. I didn't say that. You said that. I didn't say that. Second thing is, wait a second. Wait a second. Unlike Ed, I think the nation's behind me in this whole thing. I am the host, the creator of the show, the founder. They just call me. You know what, Ed? You just call me the founder because that's who I am when it comes Here to the show. Here we go. All, All right. right. To the show. Wait, founder. Ed. I'm Ed, Ed, Ed. I'm not finished talking. You wait. All right? You wait. You know your fucking role. And you wait until I'm done talking. Know my role. Know your role, pal. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make a name for yourself, huh, Mr. Hotshot? Let me get MJF on the air and be a big explosion at the cost of Dave LaGreca, and then I can go get my ass kissed by all these fucking jabronis called executives with Sirius XM that don't know their head from their ass. (laughs) And you think that's going to get you ahead. You think throwing me under the bus on this show that I created is going to get you ahead. That's what you think. But you know what, Ed? What you didn't know and what you didn't expect is I am going to be a professional. That's right. I am going to put my journalistic hat on and I'm going to ask the proper questions to our guest at 1030. Yes, sir, Mr. Hall of Famer Bully Ray. Ed, now you may retort. Oh, it's my turn now. I have the floor. Let me punch the clock. Dave, I'm not your adversary here. I respect the fact that you found it. Look what you've created. I saw your facial expressions during that. Go to at Busted Open Radio. I, I say, everybody that's listening to the show right now, go to at Busted Open Radio. Look at the tweet of the video footage of after the show yesterday and look at Ed Robinson's face. If you could stand it, look at Ed Robinson's face for that two-minute video, and you tell me the look on his face when I was talking about how MJF and I's relationship has been in the history of this show. First things first, when it comes to my face, I got into radio for a reason. Thank you very much. Second, Dave, this is one of those chances. This is when I took a chance on this show, okay? When I took a chance on you. Okay, I knew full well that you are a broadcast professional. I knew that when it would come to instances like this, you would be able to. I thought you would hold your composure. Apparently not. I thought you would be the bigger man. I thought you would be the broadcast professional that everyone makes you out to be. Oh, God, this guy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Get to the point. Get to the point. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just hear what he just said? When he took a chance on yeah. you. Well, he took mm-hmm. a chance on me. You this, were working with Eddie Trunk. Been here. You were working with Eddie Trunk. You th- the guy still thinks it's 1989, for God's sake. <laughs> 2021. He, he took a chance on you. 
What is this world coming to? Let me tell you something. You're going to let this kid come in here and talk to you like that? Let me tell you something, pal. You didn't take a chance on me. Okay. I took a chance on you. You understand? Uh, am I making myself clear here? Do you know what you stepped into when you became a part of this show? Gabby knows. Gabby I'm understood. Learning. Gabby, let me finish. Gabby really every day says, you know what, Dave? I appreciate the opportunity that you've given me. Appreciate it. Because her career is going to skyrocket. I let you into the number one show, the number one sports show on Sirius XM. People listen longer. They rate it higher than any other programming that's on. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I gave to you. I gifted you that. I put it up. I, I decorated a nice box with a bow on top and said, here you go, Mr. Ed Robinson. Here you go. And this is what you do to repay me. You deliberately go behind my back, all smiley, jokey, with Bully and all your new friends, all your new Hall of Fame wrestling fans that you have because of me. These friends that you have right now are is because of me. It's because of Dave LaGreca. And you go behind my back and you try to stab me behind the back by putting somebody on the air. Bully, remind me. Not only said bad things about me, Said bad things about my wife, Violetta. I have to now explain at the dinner table last night. Okay, I'm eating dinner. And Violetta almost, in my wife almost in tears, Ed Robinson, saying, wait a second. Wait Didn't a second. you get Ed this job and this is what Didn't Ed does Ed to repay you? And now this is how he repay you? My wife, Ed, my wife in tears during dinner. I have to explain how the new producer that I brought into the show is now stabbing not only me in the back, but my beautiful, lovely Violetta. You did that, Ed. You. Gabby didn't do that. Alex Metz, our former producer, never did that. Mike Reich, our former producer, never did that. No, but Ed Robinson, who's been here for a fucking cup of coffee, is stabbing me in the back already. Already. I'm going to tell you something, five months. Dave. Not even five hey. months. My turn. And, am I wrong, fight. Bully? Am I fight. wrong here? Bully? Am I saying anything, Bully? Do you know that, what happened? Wait, Ed, you know I'm, you know I'm asking a fucking Hall of Famer a question. Bully, is there anything that I just said that's not true? Anything. Uh Yes, you called me a Hall of Famer. I'm a two-time Hall of Famer. Two times! <laughs> you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a way to break the tension here. I'd like to hear what the girl has oh, to right, say you know what? about the... No, 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 no. I don't want to take a break. No, tease it. I got shit to do. When I'm I'm taking control. You're going to use her as a tease? No, yes. Come on. Because Gabby, you know why? Because people actually want to hear what Gabby has to say. So when we come back, we we are going to get the opinion of the very lovely Gabby Pizza when Bully and I are back right here on Busted Open. Oh, wait. Shit show. Oh, so I have to throw it to commercial now because I'm the one actually running the controls. And Dave has walked away from his microphone. So technically, he is no longer in control of this program. I see how this goes. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films 
Welcome to Talking Fantasy Sports on SiriusXM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. I'm going to put this lightly because you and I never fight. We always usually agree on things, correct? I don't think we True. ever really we ever really butt heads at all. No, I, and, and unlike Ed, I never took video footage that you didn't know about and put it out on the internet. But go ahead. Right. That would that would be bad. But yes, mm. on <laughs> in this case, Dave, mm-hmm. you got to go with the biggest guys right now. You need to put personal shit aside sometimes. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. Ed, this is Ed, Ed, wait a second. Yeah, Excuse know, me, I Gabby. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Gabby. Please. Ed, shut the fuck up and let Gabby talk. <laughs> Gabby, go ahead. You got to put the personal stuff aside mm-hmm. and give the people what they want. I think the people want to hear from MJ. You, you put the biggest guys on the radio. Dave, would he have been my choice from the pinnacle to talk to? Listen, I have my I know I have my own personal like. yes. choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is that best for radio? Probably not. Probably which I've heard him on the mic. No. Which mm-hmm. right, which is why I don't make those decisions. And I'm not selfish. You know what I mean? I yes. don't do things just for myself around here. Mm-hmm. I won't say Ed isn't selfish or is selfish because that that remains to be seen. Is he getting a little comfortable after being here for, as you would say, a nice little cup of coffee? Most big likely. Cup. It's been a big cup so far. He can't help Ed, himself. He Ed, just can't help himself. You need, as, as most people would say that get me angry, relax. The worst thing to say to someone, relax, take a step back, because I'm still talking. I've been around longer than you. Anyway, like I was saying, because <laughs> Dave did ask me the question, and I get three minutes to talk, and that's about it until Dave cuts me off. It needed it to happen, Dave. I'm sad that Violetta was upset, yeah. but... Tears. I don't think you should take this as a bad thing. This is your time to shine against someone who's been bullying you. Listen, be a man about it. Take it on the chin and come back at him. People are going to say, wow, you know, MJF's going to bury Dave. I don't think so, Dave. I think this is your chance to stand up for yourself in a way, you know? Okay. We're getting him on because, listen, he's coming on our show. We're pretty awesome. We're, we're, <laughs> we're getting his name out there, too. People want to hear from him, but people want to hear from him on our show. That's true, Gabby. So you remind him, bully. She just hit you with Jeff Spicoli rationale. If it's your time and it's my time, isn't it our Our time, time. Mr. Hand? Wow. And that's why I wanted to hear from the girl. She gives a fast times from Ridgemont High (laughs) perspective and kind of puts you in your place, Dave. A little bit. And you know what, Gabby? And uh, Ed, we'll get to you in a second. I know you're you're (laughs) spitting at the bits of talk. It's amazing. amazing. There's a vein in his forehead that's about to... (laughs) Annihilate the Zoom screen. Control yourself for just one second, Ed. You know what, Gabby? After listening to you and Bully, obviously we're going to do the interview. I never said we wouldn't. I was upset in the moment when I found out because he had already booked him without even talking to me about it. I really don't like the fact that he took that footage from after the show and put that up on social media. I thought that was a low blow. But okay, you know what? I think, Gabby, the thing that you said that's probably the most poignant point of all 
and that is the fact that give the people what they want. If they want MJF on the show, who am I to say no? At 10.30, MJF is on the show. There and Dave, look at who you got on in your corner. You have, First of all, you have Bully Ray. It's not even a competition. Bully would MJF. not take my side. He would, he would never but, have my back. Corner. Ever. He would and never then, have my back. Okay, go and I, I'm not scared of MJF. I know you're not. Sorry. I know you're not. What's Gabby, the, you're a little afraid of MJF because no. as witty as you as you are, you know he could verbally put you in your place. He's not like all the other men in your life, the Sheltons and the Wardlows, whose vocabulary <laughs> is extremely limited. So let's let's be honest here, Toots. Wow, I, he, he's. I think yeah, I, I actually think Gabby could put MJF mm, in his place. Nah. I, don't I have think a lot so. of faith in Gabby. Yes, Ed. What is it? <laughs> oh, so yeah. earlier in this riveting <laughs> conversation, you were exclaiming mic. how you were stating that your wife Violetta was crying last night at dinner. Those were not tears of sadness. Those were tears of joy because she knew today was finally the opportunity that you would fight for her honor. If you're all upset about what MJF has said about you, said about your wife, are you going to... You're just going to sit there and, and, and roll over? Or now I've presented you with the opportunity to fight for her honor in front of a worldwide audience. Well, now now you're sending... See, see this is why I he like... He made it worse. He made it yeah, worse. Because Gabby did a much better job. Hey, because you're talking out of both sides of your mouth now. The first time you spoke on the microphone... You said how, Dave, you need to be a professional. This is busted open. He's a big-name guest. You need to step up and be a professional broadcaster and do a good interview. Now you're talking at the other side of your mouth, and now you're saying that I need to defend my wife's honor and I need to fight back. So what, what, what is it? What do you want me to do here, Ed? You're the producer. Produce. What do you want me to do in this interview at 1030? I want you to be professional, but I want you to stand up for yourself. I don't want a host who rolls over in the face of adversity. All right, so what you're saying, Ed, and correct me if I'm wrong, what you're saying is that the reason you booked MJF for the show today was this was an oppor- for an opportunity for me to be a professional and to stand up for myself against this man. So I booked him because he's one of the it. biggest names in pro wrestling and because the formation of the Pinnacle last week on Dynamite is one of the biggest stories in pro wrestling right now. So I'm fulfilling my obligation to you, the show, and this company by putting together what I feel is the best opportunities at creating great radio. Now, yes, Bully. But the biggest story in pro wrestling, just so we can get it out there and everybody knows, the absolute number one biggest story in pro wrestling as we are on this show today is Retribution. 100%. Yes, yes, especially okay, after what they did last night. Especially there. after what they did last night. And we said we were going to open up with retribution. So, so, Listen, so Ed, it's, I, it's I'm, not the, a, Ed, I'm not a miracle worker, okay? I, I do the best that I can do. I, Ed, so, but again, you booked this without talking to me about it. So you strategically did not mention it to me because you were afraid that I was going to say no. Is that why you didn't tell me? I booked it because I figured six months in you would trust me enough to put together a good show for you. That I figured our relationship was at the point where you, Ed's a good producer. I knew we made the right choice by bringing him in. I trust him. I don't do, do I need a permit? Do I, does a permission slip need to be filled out anytime I want to book a guest on this program? 
Oh, I think it's I just figured idea. something out. All right, we, all right, you know Faith. what? Enough of Ed. I what? think. Enough. I think Ed is a member of the Pinnacle. Oh, I, I no. That, believe me, I, MJF would never let me. Ed be Ed a is member working of the, no. with MJF. No, that's completely. Maybe he's on MJF's payroll, and this is all a setup, a swerve, a ruse. A ruse, if, if you, you will. will. Hey, everybody. This is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic fires it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid has stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple. Podcasts. Bully, what's going on, dude? Long time no talk. Max, how are you? It's such oh, a God. pleasure to have you back here on the Bully Ray Show. Oh, yeah, hey, 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 Dave, oh, Dave, Dave, oh, Dave, oh, Dave, speak when spoken to. We're having a conversation oh, my- here, okay? Bully, I mean, it, let me tell you something. You just brightened up my day. All right, now let's 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 do this. Let's rifle off some questions. But before we go, I just want to say this. I think the first 30 minutes of your radio show was very telling in a positive way. I mean, you guys were meant to talk about raw, but instead you just couldn't help but talk about MJF. And I think that pretty much sums up the wrestling's landscape right now. Well, don't you agree? Uh, listen, I-, I completely agree. You, you commanded the spotlight on the show today. You forced us to talk about you. But, LaGreca, I already have a problem with you. We're a minute into the MJF interview. You have been doing nothing but talking shit all morning long. You talked shit last night on the on the Twitter video re-released. You've been MFing this guy oh, to he, death. You and, and now are- he... Co- can you, you uh, Dave, like MJF said, you speak when spoken to. Oh, hold my on. God. I, you know, my, you know my problem is, Dave? I, I do all the hold on. I'm a salty earth guy. I stop responding to your wife's text messages. I Easy, pal. Right that's my me. wife you're talking about. Why I know. And, did, and you... did I or did I not do the right thing? That's there. I don't see what the pro- bully. Help me out here. What's this guy's problem? I know, but when it comes to the wife, I, I, I totally get it. But, Dave, you introduced him and you said, how are you this morning, sir? Because. Are you, are you out of your mind? First of all. Talk about maniac. the backpedal. Talk about the chasing of the hug. Sir, stand up for yourself, Dave. I was trying, Bully. And I, it's always good to know that my partner has my back, by the way. I was trying to be a professional broadcaster, okay? MJF is a guest. Ed Robinson put me in a hellish position here on a Tuesday morning, but I'm doing my best to be the consummate professional. But you, sir, first of all, Mr. MJF, it's not the Bully Ray show. No matter what this Hall of Famer tells you, the name of the show is Busted Open, all right? It's the number one pro wrestling show in the world founded by me, Dave LaGreca. So the least you can do when you come on the air, whether you like me or not, is at least give me a little bit respect for what I have given to you by being on this show. It doesn't take a lot. Respect is earned, and I believe I've earned that respect from you. It's the weirdest thing. There's like a large gust of wind brushing on one of the microphones. 
and I, I'm trying my best to comprehend what's going on. It's so odd. But anyway, I am, in fact, here to talk about, obviously, not David's shortcomings. The show's not long enough. No, no. I'm here to talk about, A, one of the most historic promos in the history of the business that I cut last week. B, the pinnacle. C, me. And I am so excited to talk about those A, Bs, and Cs, Bully. So, so just rifle off your questions. I'm ready to go. Wait, I, how, I'm how, sorry. I'm get, sorry, get sir. Ahead, no, excuse ahead, me, Bully. Ahead, but Dave, since I did found this show, let me ask the first question, if you don't mind. Okay? Your little friendly powwow that you're having with your buddy here. All, All I know I'm is saying- our guest, our guest asked me to ask the first question. I'm going to ask. Why are you question. being so disrespectful? I'm gonna, get, oh, yeah, listen, of course you do. I'm going to ask the first question. In. Sure, go ahead. MJF, you Chris Jericho. Monkey. Chris Jericho, somebody who I believe in the time that you've been with AEW has been a bit of a mentor. And in a lot of ways, a lot of fans think you may have crossed the line with your promo to him last week. How do you respond to that? Bully, there's a lot of static going on. I just can't make out what you're saying. Can you can you repeat the question you asked? I didn't hear what you said. A lot of fans might have a problem with what yes. you said to Jericho last week. Do you, how do you respond to those fans who might have had a problem with your promo on Jericho? Oh, my God, what an insightful question. Uh, I will give you an answer. So here's the deal. A lot of fans don't seem to understand that the wrestling industry isn't about making friends. This isn't friends, you know, this isn't friends business, it's show business. And my job is to make the most amount of money and be as successful as I possibly can be. Now, did Chris Jericho teach me a thing or two about leading a faction? Absolutely. And I can't thank him more for that. But that was the plan all along, guys. The plan was to infiltrate his group, learn as much as I possibly can from him, and then take out his group because, let's face it, at that time, the inner circle was easily the best faction in AEW. And I knew that if I wanted the pinnacle to start off running hot, I needed to take them out first. So people need to stop getting so offended and stop being so sensitive. It was merely a tactic to get the job done. When you look at the pinnacle and you look at, you said not friends, but I guess you would say business partners at this point. Talk about the members of the pinnacle, starting with Sean Spears, somebody who I feel is vastly underrated in AEW. Bully, bully, are you there? Bull. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Max. I'm sorry, Max. Uh, What I'd like to talk to you about is this hand-selected batch of guys, Wardlow, FTR, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard in your corner. Can you take me through the, sh- the thought process of why these guys? Why have you chosen these guys to be a part of what I think will be the greatest faction in wrestling modern day? First of all, uh, I just need to say, you are so professional, man. I mean, you really prepped yourself for this interview. What it's, again, second question, and it's perfect. Now allow me to answer. Um, here's the deal. When I say the pinnacle, I mean it. Tully Blanchard is the greatest mind in the history of professional wrestling. FTR is the best tag team on God's Green Earth. Wardlow is by far the most athletic big man in the business today. And then you have Sean Spears. And I would like to talk about Sean Spears for a second because I see what's going on online. I don't think people are comprehending the fact that this guy's been a top guy all along. The only issue he's had is the fact that he hasn't been given the proper spotlight. This guy has a chip on his shoulder, the size of the chair that he's going to be swinging week in and week out. 
I know how great he is. I was on the other side of the coin when he was wrestling Cody Rhodes. Don't forget, at one point, I was friends with the American sociopath, and I got to witness Sean Spears be at a top level. If given the opportunity, and now that he's in the pinnacle, people are going to see week in and week out, hell, they're going to be slapping themselves silly because they're going to think to themselves, wow, I got this guy all wrong. The chairman is a top guy. He is a superstar, and I could not be more proud to have him in the group. And then there's little old me. Obviously, I'm a prodigy. We can go on and on, but I'm a humble guy, and we don't need to do that right now. We, don't, we just don't have enough time. You mentioned Spears. Not, uh, at least for the past year, I really haven't seen him do too much. Why do you yes. think Sean Spears has been on the back burner? And why is now the perfect opportunity for him to show the world that he should have never been? I'll tell you why. A part of me does wonder if it has to do with an a certain EVP. I can't help but wonder that. And I think we both know who I'm talking about. Um, here's, here's the deal. Uh, before Sean was in my company, All Eat Wrestling, he was in another company where he was held down and wasn't used properly. Now, I personally feel... He has the opportunity of a lifetime because he has the opportunity to be part of what could potentially be and most likely will be the greatest faction in the modern era. I think there's never a better time than now for Sean Spears to show the world that he has been held back this whole entire time, that he has been a top guy this whole entire time. There's no more waiting. We all are fully aware. I'm aware. FTR is aware. Wardlow's aware. Tully's aware that this is sink or swim time for Sean Spears. What the fans aren't aware of is Sean Spears is an Olympic level swimmer and he's not going to have a single issue anymore as far as making sure he demands your attention. Obviously you blindsided the inner circle. Hello, boy. Bo. Hello. Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, you know what? Max, boy. can you do me Max, can oh, you do you me one favor please? And and yeah. and, I, and I and I and I humbly ask this of you. I'm going to have to deal with LaGreca for another hour a and a half stain. on the show. I'm gonna, Dave, don't interrupt me. I'm going to have to deal with him for days, if not weeks. Can you please answer just one of his questions? Well, tell him to turn his mic on. I haven't heard him one oh, time. God, All right, Dave, ask MJF a question and be nice. Be polite. I've this been our polite, guest. all right? Be I have nice. to put up with this human stain be piece nice. of garbage. Filth. Dave, okay? be nice. In order to get him on to talk to the nation about this. Dave. All right, I think I've been professional. The issue is, I think since he's screaming into the mic, the levels are off. That's why I've not been able to hear him. Dave, just for five seconds, can you be a professional and just talk at a, you know, an inside voice so you don't make the mic too hot? Obviously, on, you blindsided you the inner circle, but they are going to be out for revenge. Are you at all concerned knowing them about what could possibly happen with them in the future. I'm going to be honest with you. I plan on calling them out this week. Okay, Dave, I really do. I want them to come back. We literally proved after we beat them down within an inch of their life, that we are the pinnacle, that we are the cream of the cop. We are the tip of the top of professional wrestling right now. And I'd love to prove it over and over again. I hope they come back, Dave, but here's the thing. They won't. After Chris Jericho watched back what happened to him, after Santana and Ortiz watched back what happened to him, after Hager watched himself get a bottle right across his head, after Sammy Guevara saw himself wearing a chair as a necklace, 
do you really think that they want to get back in the ring with me and my guys? I mean, be honest with yourself, Dave. Do you really think they would want to put themselves in that type of danger again? Yeah, I think they will. It's a great answer. They're going to be out for revenge. Max, you obviously, admittedly, you've only been in the business for a short period of time, but you got the entire wrestling world talking about you. We constantly talk about you here on the show because you force us to. Tell me about the biggest lesson that you've learned in the past year. I would say the biggest lesson I've learned in the past year is that being nice will get you nowhere, Bully. And I think after these past six months, I learned more than ever that you you just got to go for broken professional wrestling. Look, for far too long, I've been trying my best to make sure everybody likes me and appreciates me. Mr. Nice Guy's gone now. it's, It's done. The salt of the earth, I'm announcing this right now. The salt of the earth for all I care, for the most part, unless it's with my family, known as the pinnacle, it's over, okay? I am no longer going to intentionally make sure everybody's comfortable with what I say. There is now officially no line that I won't cross because that apparently is what I need to do in order to be seen by the world in the light that I'm supposed to be seen in. Because for six months, Bully, while it was my plan all along, I had to watch what happens if you are the fall guy, I had to watch what happens if you are the guy in the background. And it terrified me, even though I knew what I was doing, even though I knew that there was a light at the end of the tunnel, I got to live the life of being a sidekick and it terrified me never again. What's scary more than anything else, bully is the fact that MJF just celebrated, just celebrated his 25th birthday. This guy is only 25 years old, and what he's been able to accomplish in such a short period of time is outstanding. So let me ask you, what are your short-term and long-term goals with AEW? The short-term goal right now is to make sure that the inner circle is absolutely done. And when I mean done, I mean done. I do not want to see them in my locker room anymore. I do not want to see them build on the show anymore. I want them out. That is the short-term goal, because if we take them out, it's as simple as this. We rule the roost. It's that simple. I had to live as a fox in the hen house for six months in order to make sure that we rule the roost, and now here we are. The short-term goal is to make sure that they stay out of our way. Long-term goal, I want everyone in my pinnacle to get gold. That is all I care about. We need to get gold in order to prove to the world, look, We know in our heart of hearts, we're the best of the best, but there's only one way to make that absolutely, absolutely undeniable and irresputable. And that is by being a champion of the world. I want that world championship. I want Wardlow or Sean Spears to be that TNT champion. And I want Dax and Cash to hold those AEW world tag team titles and be the first tag team in the history of our company to hold them two times. That's what I want. Max, one of the most famous promos in wrestling history is uh, the Hard Times promo by Dusty Rhodes. And, the you know, uh, folklore says that people were sitting home in their couches, and after Dusty cut that promo, people actually wanted to stand up and touch their television sets. Last week, I'm watching you command that microphone on Dynamite, and I said to myself, wow, I wonder if there are people across the country who want to get up and punch their television sets in the face. 
case because I believe you're able to elicit that um, the, the hatred in people and, and get them to hate you. I thought the promo was phenomenal. I thought you got your point across. I thought you established um, the pinnacle. And I said to myself, what the hell could they possibly put on this show that's going to top that promo? They won't. And then Thunder, and then Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker came out. Tell me what it's like. To, uh, how do you feel? How did the locker room feel? You go out there and you cut that promo that I felt was going to be, like I said, hard to top. But then the women come out there and they knocked it out of the park. As, as, an, as, a, as an AEW guy, how did that feel for you? Let me tell you something that made me feel incredible because I cut the promo of a decade, in my humble opinion, if not one of the best promos people have seen in a very, very, very long time. Now, if I am not the person who is most talked about after discussing that, after we're talk talking about that promo, that means that somebody must have went out there and had one of the greatest matches in the history of professional wrestling. And I'd like to talk about that for a second. Britt Baker, in my humble opinion, solidified herself as the face of not just the AEW women's division, no, no, the face of professional wrestling when it comes to women. She is the face of women in wrestling as a whole, every single company. I feel that's what she did that night. And bravo. I will never forget when I walked out and I cut a promo on Bret Hart and everybody stopped and I was the talk of the town. I'll never forget when I walked out there and a podium was sat in front of me and I was talking about John Moxley and the state of professional wrestling, and I was the talk of the town. I'll never forget when I defeated Cody Rhodes and I was the talk of the town. I'll never forget when I absolutely decimated the inner circle and I was the talk of the town. I want Britt Baker to soak this all in. It is a great moment for her. She's absolutely earned it. But let me make something perfectly clear. I can go on and on about all the times where MJF was the only thing people were talking about. And I've only been doing this on national TV for one year. And I think that says it all. Uh, MJF, uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Um, again, happy belated 25th birthday. That being said, that Whoa. being said, I played the nice guy. That being said, I believe before you let go, before you leave, and we can see you every Wednesday on AEW Dynamite on TNT, I do believe that you owe my wife, Violetta, an apology for the things that you've said prior to this show and this morning. Okay, Dave, I would like to right now from the bottom of my heart, in the most sincere fashion, in the most humble fashion, in the most humane fashion, I would like to apologize to you in regards to talking about your wife. Thank you. Appreciate that. Because I need to apologize to you about the fact that after I hang up this phone, she will be feeding me by hand pierogies one by one. Wow. Wow. You can't. You, and you're, and you're going to allow this to happen, You can't just Dave. do it. You can't just do. You can't just have that moment. You have to add. A, he's human filth, bully. Human filth. Garbage. And this is what I do for the nation. This is what I do for the fans. 
Put Bully, that you there? piece of garbage on. Put MJ, that piece of garbage on the air. MJ, I just want to I want to thank you for taking Cody, time out of your extremely busy schedule. I know you're on your way to the gym. I know you're throwing 405 on the bar and doing it for reps and pissing Cody off and videotaping it and put on social media. Thank you for joining us on the Bully Ray show today, better known as Busted Open, uh, with me, Bully Ray, and my sidekick co-host, Dave LaGreca. Thank you, MJF. We wish you nothing but the best of luck. Keep knocking it dead. Keep stealing the show. I love you. Bully Ray. Bully, with a tear in my eye, I want you to know you're an absolute consummate professional. I love you too. Yeah. Well, you know, the name of the show is not the Bully Ray Show. It's Busted Open. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.